Hello everyone. Welcome to the Voice of Wild, an environment and wildlife podcast initiative by Naturalist Foundation. With this podcast, we bring you closer to the world of wildlife conservation, scientific research and government environmental policies. I am Zeba Madani, your host for today. Let's get started with the topic for the day. So today, let's talk about two things that we have heard about a lot of times since we were young. And if you are listening to this podcast on YouTube or any other site where you have access to the comment section, just write down the two things that you have heard a lot about. Those two things for me were environment as in plants, nature, animals and religion. Both of those play a significant role in our life. But do you think that religion has an effect on environment? And if it does, then how does a person's belief in their religion affects the way that they see the environment? According to some research articles, around 80% of the world's population believe in some sort of religion, the major religions being Christianity and Islam. So our story starts today with the oldest religion in the world, Hinduism, and its oldest text, the Vedas. Before the ideology of worshipping idols in modern Hinduism, the Vedic Hinduism talked about environmental factors they seek blessings of, Agni, Vayu, Kamp, and Prithvi, meaning fire, air, water, and earth. They used to have a clear idea of relationship between the natural elements and humans. Vedic texts also had hymns about the environment protection, one of which that stood out to me the most was Madhu Vatah Ritayate, Madhu Prasanti Sindhava, Madhvi Nasantu Sadhi, Madhu Nakta Mutu Sasu, Madhu Mat Parthiva, Raja Madhu Kosarastu, Surya Madhi Gabo Bhavantuna, Rigveda means environment provide bliss to people leading their life perfectly. River bliss us with sacred water, provide us health, night, morning, vegetation. Sun bliss us with peaceful life. Our cows provide us milk. The plant ecology has great importance to keep the environment in balance. According to Lynn White Jr., an American historian, in his controversial article, The Historical Roots of Ecological Crisis, published in 1967, played an essential role in starting the debate between the relationship of environment and religion. He used to call it as religion and the ecological crisis. Of White pointed out the Judeo-Christian tradition for the cause of the ecological crisis, the effect of the Western culture and the influence of it on the technological advancement. This statement was later known as the White Thesis. Christianity with other religions have similar concept of creation of the world, starting with time, the environment, and ending the creation with the creation of man, showing man's domination over nature. In medieval Europe, the theory that was highly believed that God planned all his creation for the use of men, for the benefit of men, and for men to rule. And if you are a medieval history enthusiast, you would know that all the kings in the medieval Europe used to think that they were chosen by the god to rule and they were made in God's image. This gives an idea of man being something dominant and something greater while all the other organisms being submissive. White also suggested a solution for this crisis. On the other hand, Christianity also teaches us that all the creation in the world is a loving act of God, and humanity should not destroy what is created by the God, 
In chapter 3, verse 19 of the Holy Bible, it states that, For the fates of both men and beasts are the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have same breath. Man has no advantage over animals, since everything is futile. He said, since the root of all our troubles are mostly religious, the remedy must also be essentially religious, whether we call it that or not. Every single religion in the world that I studied or I know about may it be Jainism, world's most environment-friendly religion, or Buddhism. They all talk about how nature is something created by God that we are the caretakers of and we are just the guest here. Quran also teaches humans that we are given the responsibility to act as custodians of the creation. But today, as we see in Islam, it is mostly covered by religious leaders and religious speakers. Not only Islam, but all other religions. When we talk about Islam today, now many people talk about how the ending is near or how the apocalypse is supposed to happen soon. With this ideology in mind that everything is gonna end, the ideology that strikes back to us, if it's all going to end, then let it all burn to the ground. According to author Sonia Bhatia, religion and certain regions and certainly the versions of Islam and Buddhism that we have studied seems to have well-developed philosophies towards nature and wildlife. Therefore, religious leaders and wildlife practitioners have potentially important role in conserving the nature. But instead, the conservationists and the leaders have grown mainly apart. So what about today? When 80% of the world's population is driven by major religions. Let me give you an example of how religion can positively affect the environment. This is an example of an island off the coast of Tanzania where fishermen have been using dynamite as a quick way of killing fishes. But this quick way led to the destruction of corals and the water quality in the area. Many conservationists went into explaining them the ill effects of using dynamite in water to kill fish or to catch fishes. But it didn't work. Even the government banned the practice of using dynamite, but that didn't help either. Later, ARC, the Alliance for Religions and Conservation, stepped in. ARC members realized that the many of the fishermen were Muslims. What they did is, they went to the local sheikhs who had more influence in the community. They showed them the passages of Quran that promote environmental behavior and told them that the dynamite fishing was something that was against what Quran said. The sheikh spread this information into the Muslim community and the devoted Muslim fishermen listened. One of the fishermen, during an interview by Christian Science Monitor, told the interviewer that he didn't stop using dynamite because a white man told him to stop. He did that because his Quran told him to do so. This is how we know that religion plays a really important role as to what or how we see our environment and how we treat it. I hope all of you enjoyed this podcast. We'll keep posting such content every week. Please like, share and subscribe or follow us to stay updated. And please support us on Patreon to show appreciation to our young team that creates and provides such informatic content. Links mentioned in the description. Thank you and see you next time.